Hello and welcome to the Healthy Back, the podcast that shares practical tips to have a healthy spine and lead an active lifestyle. I'm your host Taruna Rijwani, physical therapist and McKinsey Method specialist, and every week I'll be sharing tips and lessons to help you manage your back problems without pain pills, injections or surgeries. We will talk about the common challenges that people with spinal issues face, debunk the myths, and even break down the research on spine and joint related problems for you. And yes, also have a lot of fun along the way. I hope you'll join me on the ride. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you like what you're listening, Don't forget to leave a ratings and review on iTunes. It really helps to spread the message further. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Healthy Back. In this episode I get to talk to Dr. Akhil Chatre from John Hopkins Hospital who is a physiatrist and he specializes in helping people with spine and joint related problems through non-surgical procedures. So in this episode we get to talk about all the burning questions that I hear from you guys all the time and it's really nice to have a different perspective on these questions and get some real answers. I know we don't often get get to talk to our providers in our very short consultations so it's really nice to have him down here and get to listen to some of his perspectives and some of his opinions on these very confusing topics. So in today's episode we talk about things like role of MRIs when you have spine or any joint related problems. We talk about how there is no one size fits all treatments. Every person is so unique and so different and we also get into some very basic prevention tips for good spinal hygiene from Dr. Chatri. So this episode is a really good one and is filled with really valuable tips. But before we dive into the meat of the interview I would like to remind you guys that the next group of the healthy back program starts in January 2022 the previous group had a great time and uh, we had a lot of amazing people in the previous group so if you want to know more about this program or if you just want to get on the waitlist for the Jan 2022 class follow the link in the show notes So without further ado I'm going to let you dive into the meat of this episode and yes if you have any friend or a family member who has had long standing back problems who is considering a surgery for their spine who does not know if they need an MRI for their back problem please feel free to share this episode for with them trust me they're going to get a lot of valuable information from the experts and they are going to really appreciate it So go ahead and enjoy. Hello Dr. Chatri, thank you so much for joining us on this show today. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, sure. So, uh just get started. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your practice? How long you've been doing this? Sure. Uh <clears throat> like I said, my name is Akhil Chatri. I'm a, a physical medicine and rehab a specialist and I have further subspecialty training in interventional spine sports and musculoskeletal medicine. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I started uh, the interventional physiatry practice at Johns Hopkins uh, just over eight, eight years ago. And mm-hmm. um, I, I came from Penn. That's where I did my fellowship training. Sure. And uh, it's been a growing practice ever since. Uh, we span throughout the state of Maryland as far you know, north of Baltimore, as far south as uh, Bethesda area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a presence in, the, in Howard County as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, my practice consists of uh, myself and my partner, Dr. Nava. Uh, I started a fellowship to train other doctors to do what I do. Uh, and we train two fellows a year uh, mm-hmm. from across the country. And mm-hmm. uh, conditions that we treat uh, is any variety uh, range of musculoskeletal uh, conditions and, uh, that include the spine and, and <clears throat> appendicular joints like the hip, shoulder, and knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we offer management, um, we prescribe physical therapy, we offer medication management, we help uh, patients arrive to diagnosis and provide education on them. Those that can include, you know, simple or advanced diagnostic testing and imaging. Uh, mm-hmm. We perform interventional procedures as well, things like uh, joint or nerve blocks, epidural steroid injections, rate of frequency ablation, spinal cord stimulator pr- placements, kyphoplasties, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And help bridge the gap with uh, surgical care. If, if uh, on the you know less than ten percent chance that that's needed, we help uh, provide some guidance on that as well. Personally, I'm um, from the Midwest, uh, uh, raised and, and grew, the, lived there for over thirty years, oh. and um, I love the Midwest. But uh, I like the East Coast even more, and I'm very happy here in the Mid Atlantic area. Yeah, yeah, no, East Coast is the best coast. That's what I say. So what piqued your interest uh, in this line of medicine, in particularly the physiatry aspect of medicine? So I come from a, a family of physicians, uh, surgeons mm-hmm. and, and medicine specialists, but um, I, <clears throat> and I found this, you know, physiatry is kind of a, a harder to find specialty if you're in medical school. And I just stumbled up, uh, upon it and I, I loved that it, um, physiatrists are physicians of function. So mm-hmm. you lose right. function in any capacity, you know, in the hospital or even in the outpatient setting, you're likely going to have some involvement with a physical medicine specialist to try to understand, you know, mm-hmm. what your condition is, what the uh, help quantify and qualify your loss of function and how to come up with a plan to gain as much of that as possible back. Right. Right. No, that is true. Fit function is like the most basic of all. And I think in the world of Western medicine, I think it fits right in to have something in between there. So to kind of dive into like the meat of the podcast, what would, when would you suggest someone, you know, with a back pain or sciatica problem or any joint problem for that matter to go for an MRI? And I know it kind of is very specific and varies with every patient, every individual you see, but what would be some of the general guidelines that you would put out there? So <clears throat> I would, you know, general guidelines, first of all, I would, I would ask folks to make sure they're in touch with their practitioners, whoever it is, if it's a athletic trainer, physical therapist, their PCP, or if they have a specialist, just make sure you're conveying, you know, what's going mm-hmm. on. And, right. um, you know, if it's, so I would say MRI, you know, we really kind of lower the threshold, increase the sensitivity uh, for wanting to order something like that, if there has been a, a significant change in symptoms. And so let's say you have some chronic low-lying pain and all of a sudden it's gotten much worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of a sudden we are th- our sensitivity for wanting to order an MRI uh, uh, increases significantly. 
right. let's say that you have a what we call these red flag symptoms. Mm-hmm. So just to be an extreme example, all of a sudden you have complete loss of control of your bowel and bladder. Mm-hmm. That's a, that is a, a very definite reason. You've bought yourself an MRI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to figure out what's going on. Yep. Uh, changes in balance, uh, weakness that is relatively, you know, new onset. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those types of things, I would say, uh, raise the specter for wanting mm-hmm. to get some advanced imaging and, and taking a deeper dive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because this is one of the burning questions that I especially and I know many providers get all the time because back pain, as you know, four out of five adults are having back pain at some point in their life and with the pandemic lifestyle even more so. So they or people all often think that they want to get an MRI to know what's going on. But it's kind of nice to hear your perspective on this too and know that it's you have to stay in touch, but then there are only specific guidelines you have to follow to go get that MRI. It's not necessarily the first thing that your doctor or any provider you see will recommend. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's usually not the first line, but, but it, it moves very quickly up the line yeah. on what those symptoms are. Sure, sure. So uh, what are your thoughts on, you know, the McKinsey system of assessment and treatment? I know we've shared a couple of patients over the years. When do you typically refer your patients for that system of management? So I, I don't think, uh, and I think it's very obvious, McKinsey is not a one uh, size fits all. So it's not a, yeah. a solution for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so but the flip side of that is by the time folks get to me, so I'm a subspecialist, All right. um, they have, they have um, you know, they've tried maybe some general therapy, they've tried, you know, some basic medication management, things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they have uh, advanced spinal conditions, or they have uh, issues that involve the extremity. So okay. McKenzie therapy, I think, works well uh, as, a, as a philosophy, it works well to help centralize symptoms. Uh, that, you know, and, and by that, I mean, let's say you have pain in your arm or pain in your leg and, mm-hmm. and the suspicion is that it's coming from the spine. So McKenzie mm-hmm. works very well to help centralize those symptoms and mm-hmm. carries a good prognosis for recovery. So I, I think it's a very good modality to try, but mm-hmm. the added layer here. And the thing that I like about McKenzie uh, certified therapists is they have ha- had extra training. They've had extra mm-hmm. education that requires that certification. So they know more just in general about the spine and musculoskeletal condition. So that added knowledge base, mm-hmm. with it, whether you're using McKenzie therapy or not is also helpful. All right, all right. That's the whole point to use it as a system of assessment. So in case someone like we talked about needs that referral for an MRI or say the less than 10% who need the surgery, they can be pointed in the right direction and people just can be guided towards the right way instead of the one size fits all approach that sometimes gets thrown out there. Yeah. So what would be some of your thoughts uh, or your suggestion to people on, you know, tips or preventative tips that they can use to have or maintain good spinal health in general? So spine hygiene is a way of life. It's not just uh, something that you can do when you, you know, between the hours of two and four or something like that. It is a 24 uh, seven regime and, and uh, it is, it unfortunately requires discipline. And the good news is as you continue that throughout the day, day after day, week after week, it then becomes habit. But 
it is very difficult to kind of change your ways. And what I mean by that is, for example, if you're going to bend, if you want to get a sock from under your your bed, no bending and twisting. You need to turn your body, bend at the knees, and then grab that sock out because it's the postures, it's this these minor mo movements, and the way you move that propagate injury, that propagate um, events that occur. It's not bench pressing 300 pounds in the gym. In fact, you're pretty secure if you're bench pressing, bench pressing 300 pounds at the, at the gym because most of your body is out of play. Right. Uh, so it's about hygiene and posture. It's about the way you carry yourself in space. It's about when you want to partake, partake in any activity that you are thinking about the entire, your entire body and the uh, forces that get distributed throughout your body. So if you're going to carry a bag of groceries, you're not going to carry it three feet in front of you with your arms extended, you're gonna hold it close to your body because that is the safest and minimizes risk for injury throughout your spine. Mm -hmm. That's just one example. And yeah. so um, so really being cognizant of uh, every motion that you are engaging in uh, helps maintain a healthy respect for what could potentially happen. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's a very good point. People try to think of their spine as like a separate thing as a one time episode that they have to take care of. But I think you very well said it. It's a 24 seven job. It's like brushing your teeth for the rest of your life. They have to take care of that spinal health and, you know, spinal hygiene, as you put it. So, yeah, I think it was very nice chatting with you, Dr. Chatre. Any final thoughts that you would like to add to kind of bring this all together? Sure. So. Uh, you know, my employer would probably not be pleased to hear me say this, but my job, our job as practitioners and providers is to allow people to be independent, healthy, and not reliant on healthcare, right? Mm -hmm. So we'd love, we're here for you. We'd love to provide advice. We'd like, I'd like to give you some guidance, some education, but at the end of the day, I want you to be free of, um, of, you know, having to kind of sleep with one eye open and worry about your health and, and whatnot, because life is short and there's a lot of other things uh, out there to enjoy than, you know, doctor's visits and getting MRIs and things like that. So, um, you know, for most folks, they have some type of acute incident. They come, they see us, we, and our job is to try and get them better mm -hmm. and, um, and independent. And so function, like you said, that's, that's my number one goal is to restore function and provide um, you know, a great lifestyle for folks. Yeah, yeah, no, I think you you very well said it. I know employers and your healthcare insurance companies may even not like it, but I think it's it's very well put. But yeah, thanks for your time and thanks for joining us today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to The Healthy Back Today. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you lead a pain-free and active lifestyle. For now, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and please don't forget to share this podcast with your friends or anyone else who might benefit from learning about how to live a healthy lifestyle.